Good morning, and we welcome to the program once again Jane Rogers, the superintendent of Milan Community Schools. Good morning to you, Jane, and how are you doing? Good morning. Thanks for having me. It's uh, great to have you, as always. And, of course, the uh, school board uh, meeting on uh, Monday night, and uh, understand that uh, two spring athletes were honored. Yes. Uh, we were pleased to start the meeting by honoring two of our student-athletes who had significant accomplishments this spring. Uh, we had sophomore Ben Reilly. I'm sure you've been covering him because he is quite a track star. Um, in the 400-meter race, he has won the sectional and regional this year. He advanced to the state tournament and made a strong finish among boys who were upperclassmen. So we were quite impressed with Ben's talents as a sophomore and really look forward to more exciting opportunities for him ahead in cross-country and track. Uh, my husband and I were able to attend the state tournament at IU and watch Ben run. And we were so proud to see him in that fine facility among all the supreme athletes of the state. So it was very exciting. We also honored Jackson Voss. Jackson's a freshman at Milan High School. And as a freshman, he won the boys Ripley County Golf Tournament this spring, which we know is quite an accomplishment because we have a lot of good golfers in our county a lot of boys who enjoy that sport, and well, they should. Um, Jackson had many other top finishes throughout the season, but what's also impressive about Jackson is that he was a dual-sport athlete this spring. He not only played golf, but he played baseball. So that meant having to share practice time, getting in some additional practices, and uh, you know, working around a very busy schedule. And, you know, Tom, the nice part about honoring these two young men is that they have so many things going for them besides their athletic talents. They are excellent students, and they are excellent students of character. And it's important that we recognize that because the skills they're learning are going to take them very far. Indeed, and uh, yeah, that's uh, that's quite the accomplishment for uh, a sophomore and a freshman to uh, play at such a high level. And uh, you know, and in Jackson's case, uh, uh, you know that uh, I mean that that had to be a lot of maneuvering as far as his coaches were concerned with the spring. You know, juggling the two spring sports. You're right, and that's a one thing that is so appreciated here at Milan. We want every student to be able to do what they want to do, to try things in all kinds of areas, and our teachers and coaches are very cooperative, work together so that we can see students succeed, whether it's in the athletic field, you know, in the ag classroom, band and choir. We want to see those uh, dual opportunities because that just makes a better and well-rounded, um, successful graduate in years to come. Yeah, and of course, uh, you know, Mr. Reilly there with his uh, his accomplishments, uh, doing uh, really well at the state level as well. That's uh, that, that's fantastic. Indeed, he is fun to watch because he makes running look easy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then uh, also uh, moving into some uh, action uh, items for the board, they approved uh, not only uh, school handbooks but also student fees and uh, meal prices for the upcoming year. Yes, Tom. 
at, in the June board meeting is usually the time that the school boards approve the things like this to get us ready for the upcoming year. And one in particular uh, this year was required by the federal government, and that's what we call our back-to-school plan. Um, all schools who are getting ESSER funds, those um, were the additional money sent uh, for the pandemic. All these schools are required to release a back-to-school plan every six months. And so we have had our plan now for a year and a half, but each six months we have to update it. And, and as our listeners know here, uh, we've been very fortunate in Ripley County that we've been able to stay in school and offer our students opportunities during the pandemic. So the back-to-school plan is a pretty simplified plan for us um, because we don't have a lot of um, changing protocols or procedures. However, we still need to get that stamp of approval. And then the principals update their school handbooks each year. Uh, these include policies and procedures that are particular to each school building and age group. Um, the board approved those, and all these plans that I'm talking about will be posted on our website. Uh, that way, our parents can have easy access to those uh, during the school year. And you mentioned student fees. I am pleased to report that each of our students will be getting a $30 discount on their fees this year. We are using ESSER funding to pay the cost of the subscriptions that students have. Uh, those subscriptions are programs that they use on their Chromebooks or iPads. And by offering them that $30 discount, it makes our uh, student fees very manageable for families. And then finally, Tom, it's important for us to point out to our parents and listeners that uh, this year we will need to collect fees for breakfast and lunch. Uh, folks probably remember that during the pandemic, the federal government allowed an exception and all students in all schools um, received free meals. Unfortunately, the federal government did not reapprove that distribution. So we are going back, like all other schools, to charging for those meals. However, I will say this, it's still the best meal in town for the price. <laughs> Indeed. And, um, and as far as uh, the um, now uh, the ones who meet uh, economic guidelines, uh, obviously uh, they'll still uh, they'll still be okay as far as that's concerned. Yes, and I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, we, it's necessary for us to raise our meal prices this year. Um, they'll be it'll be ten cents more for breakfast and fifteen cents more for lunch. That again is in a explanation letter to our parents, but we urge any family that feels they may qualify for assistance to fill out the application. And the lunch assistance application will be online. Um, it's very simple to fill out, and yet if a parent has a question, they can call and our school cafeteria staff will walk them through it. We want folks to fill those out because it certainly helps them, but it also helps our school uh, receive 
other federal funding to meet needs of students. So if there are any questions, always reach out and call school and we'll find an answer for you. And again, the uh, and school handbooks, I understand uh, those were approved for the uh, upcoming school year. Yes, that's right. Um, the principals uh, prepare those each spring and uh, the board members receive those in advance of the board meeting so that they could look over those to see if there are any questions. Um, in the past few years, our policies and procedures have not changed other than the things that we were doing during the pandemic. But this, is, this way, when the handbooks are approved and we can put them on the website, it gives everyone plenty of opportunity to look them over before the school year starts. All right, and then with that, we're going to go ahead and take a quick time out, and we'll continue our conversation with Jane Rogers, the superintendent of Milan Community Schools, right after this. Don't adjust your radio. The sound that you hear is your stomach. You're having trouble focusing. You can't recall your last meal. You're trapped in the hunger zone. The solution, Batesville to go. Let To Go deliver a hot, fresh meal to your home or office whenever hunger strikes. To Go delivers the best food from local restaurants. Visit us online at togodelivers.com or call us at 812-727-8800. Batesville To Go, big city convenience, small town taste. And welcome back as we continue our visit with Milan Community School Superintendent Jane Rogers. And uh, Monday night, Jane, the board also approved the hiring of some new teachers. Yes, Tom. We are pleased to have five more new teachers to our staff. And at the June board meeting, our board approved two high school teachers. Janae Chapin will be teaching high school English. And Stephanie Suto will be teaching high school science. And that will include a biomedical class. Uh, we're very excited to add that course offering to our high school students. And then in our intermediate and middle school, we also added two new teachers. Jonathan Bruner will be teaching 7th and 8th grade math. And Paige Simon will be teaching in our special education program. And the fifth teacher that was approved is in our elementary school, and that is Alexis Wirt. Uh, she is a former Milan graduate, so we're very excited to bring her back as a teacher. All of these positions have been replacing uh, folks who've either retired, which we talked about last month, or who had to resign uh, you know, due to other life circumstances. So it's good for us to bring a new crop of people in. Uh, we're looking forward to getting them oriented into our Milan way and getting our parents and students and all our community to get to know them as we um, work together in trying to help students be successful. And that's got to be a really a feeling, a really rewarding feeling, the fact that uh, you have Milan graduates returning to the school corporation to teach. You are so right. I commented about that at the meeting. Alexis was present and uh, we said there's you know, no better feeling than to bring someone back to serve as a role model for our students and say, hey, look what I've accomplished, and that now I'm here to help you. But I will tell you this. 
it seems like just yesterday that she was in elementary school. (laughs) Time sure flies. Yeah, indeed. And you know, Tom, while we're talking about teachers, I thought I may let you know that we are still looking for teachers. We would uh, look for an ag teacher at high school level, special education teachers at all levels, and then we're looking for teaching assistants and bus drivers. So um, even though we did fill a, a good amount of those positions at our June meeting, we hope to finalize those in July. All right, so we'll definitely uh, keep an eye on that for next month. And uh, and another thing that uh, a lot of people are also keeping an eye on is uh, construction. And uh, how's that uh, progressing on campus, Jane? Yes, indeed. The summer is a busy time. And this summer in particular, because as you and I have talked, uh, we do have some major construction going on. Um, I reported at our meeting that our multipurpose field is uh, making excellent progress. The Moats Group is in charge of this construction, and they reported to me, which I shared with the board, that the asphalt has been poured in the northern zone of our field, and that's where the high jump and long jump will be located. Uh, They are finishing up the installation of the field drainage system, and they poured new goalpost foundations and the long jump pit. Another interesting feature is that they have placed a curb on the inside of the track. It's been poured all around because eventually that's where the field turf will align. The next phase of that project will be the installation of the gravel. That starts with like the base stone and then the gravel. So the technicians out there now are getting the field prepared for that. And then soon we'll be able to watch Uh, the turf actually being installed. Very exciting. And then the pool group is uh, the construction company in charge of our gym lobby remodel. And if anyone has driven by the front of Milan High School, they will notice that the gym lobby has been demolished. Um, The area is fenced in for safety. Um, The doors to the gym are covered in plywood as well, you know, just to keep us safe on the inside while they're working on the outside. But the excitement now begins of getting that foundation set and beginning to erect the, the walls of the new lobby area. And I trust that all the uh, memorabilia and trophies uh, have been moved to a safe spot? Oh, thanks for asking that. <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, prior to the pool group beginning construction, Uh, John Preifogel, our athletic director, and our maintenance staff uh, took very good care in moving any kind of our memorabilia and the trophy uh, to a safe spot, and we have it secured during construction because those will be some of the uh, most noticeable decorations, if you will, in the new lobby area. So we have them safely stored until it's time to display them proudly. And as far as access to the gym, say somebody, uh, one of the uh, basketball players on the, the boys or girls teams uh, wants to work on their game, uh, do, will they have access to the gym during the construction period? Yes. Uh, we will be using our high school front doors to access the gym. Um, those are located what we call the Big M Plaza because there's an, a bricked M 
in the concrete there. And anyone who needs access to the gym may enter there. Uh, you'll then go through the hallway and turn right, and there will be your gym access. And we will be using that entryway during the school year as well, uh, taking people through our atrium and then uh, down a ramp into the gymnasium just to keep everyone safe during construction. All right. And then uh, anything else uh, before we uh, let you get back to uh, work today, Jane? Oh, I, I would like to uh, give you an update on our REACH summer camp. We talked about it the last time we visited. Okay. And we are having so much fun here at the elementary school. Uh, students in grades K through 12 are here during the summer on Mondays through Thursdays at our REACH summer camp. They are having fun with projects and summer activities, and they're taking weekly field trips. So I'm happy to be able to provide them that chance of some summer fun with friends. Of course, we're looking forward to the July 4th parade that's coming um, up and it's hosted by our Milan Lions Club. Our band will be marching in the parade and we'll have lots of floats with students. Uh, Milan Cares, one of our community groups that helps with our school, will have a float. So it's always a fun time for our Milan people. And I think it will be a, a nice uplift after if anyone's feeling down after the Milan American Legion treasure hunt has <laughs> completed. However, we're very glad that things went well for those Legion members. Uh, they mean so much to our community. Uh, they are wonderful school partners. Um, I've noticed that they have thanked Milan Community Schools for allowing use of the parking lot during their treasure chest games. And, you know, that is the least we could do. Uh, because they have done so much for us. And it just shows the wonderful community spirit that we have here in Milan, that we want to help each other and work together uh, for the good of our students and our community. Yeah, well said, Jane. It, uh, it kind of uh, puts the uh, the bow on the, uh, the fact that uh, such a great community, you know, small community, but still everybody has each other's back. But, uh, you know, it's a oh, great, yes. great to see. And, uh, and, uh, got to give you a credit, Jane, for, uh, just like your brother, Rob Moorhead, uh, yesterday, you played hurt because of a scratchy throat. So, uh, <laughs> we thank you for, uh, for hanging oh. in there. We appreciate your time this morning and, uh, stay well. Hopefully you get over this real quick and we'll hopefully talk to you again next month. Indeed. The summer allergies will not get us down. We will stay after it. It's always a pleasure to talk to you. Thanks so much.